How high will the Rams' playoff chances go if they beat the Giants? How low will they drop if they lose? We've got the big keys to the Rams being the Giants' key matchups, predictions, and more. That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Ramley, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Rams, your daily podcast covering your Los Angeles Rams, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, do me a huge favor, join the party, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, hit that like button, and also love hearing from you down below in the comments section. I read all of them, so drop your Giants Rams score predictions down below, and also what is your biggest key to victory how will the game play out let me know down below my name is doug mccain friends call me dmac you can follow me on the x and instagram at dmac underscore la i've been covering la sports for over a decade the dodgers for dodgers nation si 24 7 sports now the rams for locked on and today i'm flying solo mr travis rogers the people's champ he's out today but we have a jam-packed show for you we've got key matchups that will decide sunday's game how will the game play out We've got predictions. We've got the updated playoff chances if the Rams beat the Giants versus if they lose the Giants, how the Rams could punch their ticket to the postseason this weekend. But first, this episode of Locked On Rams is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free free terms and conditions apply now we're going to jump right into the ramifications of this weekend's matchup you got the giants they're playing for pride you've got the rams they're playing for the playoffs and usually pride can get you one quarter can get you two quarters maybe three but it typically doesn't get you an entire game of quality football especially when the talent level isn't where the rams is especially right at the top when you've got matthew stafford playing as well as any quarterback in the nfl you have emerging stars like Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua. You've got Cooper Cup, who's primed to have a bounce back game. You still have Bruce Banner in football cleats and Aaron Donald and a bunch of emerging rookies on that side of the ball as well. But the Rams, they have to absolutely take care of business against this Giants team in the Big Apple. This is a business trip, and you have to take care of business in what is absolutely a trap game. Now, if the Rams go on to beat the Giants on Sunday, their playoff chances are according to New York Times playoff predictor, it jumps to 87%. 87% will be the Rams' chances of making the playoffs if they beat the Giants on Sunday. Currently, they're at 66%. If the Seahawks lose to the Steelers, that puts the Rams' chances at 76%. So you look at that, 87%. You'd feel really good about that. We're talking about a team that is one of the most overachieving teams in the NFL, the surprise team of the NFL if they're able to get this win against the Giants because they'll be punching their ticket. But if they lose, it could be catastrophic. It goes from what could be 87% all the way down to 15%. So they have to win this game against this Giants team. You do not want to 
put this in the hands of other teams. You have to go to San Francisco and play a 49ers team that you struggle with in the regular season. So you absolutely have to win this game on Sunday. And look, to be frank, if you can't beat the Giants, you don't belong in the playoffs to begin with. But you know what? I got news for you. This Rams team has what it takes to win this game. I think if they execute the way they have for the past few weeks since the bye, I have no doubt in my mind this team goes into New York and gets a dub. Now, for a quick injury report, Puka Nakua, he experienced some hip tightness during the week. He was kept out on Friday. And Ernest Jones, he was sick, so he stayed home. So really nothing major to report. Puka Nakua had some hip tightness. He was left out of practice. And then Ernest Jones, he probably stayed home, had some nice chicken soup, and hopefully he's on the mend. He's going to be ready to go for Sunday. But both are expected to give it a go on Sunday. And then Trey Tomlinson, he's still going to be out with a hamstring injury. No news there. And Joe Noteboom, he's going to be questionable due to a nagging foot injury. But Noteboom was limited at practice on Friday. But he most likely will be able to give it a go as well. So from a health standpoint, the Rams are in a good spot. Also, like we've talked about during this week, the everyday listeners will know they've got the mini buy going for them. Of course, having played on Thursday night football in the win against the Saints, and you got this Giants team, they played on Monday on Monday night football in a game where their comeback attempt to the Eagles fell short. So for the first time in a long time, the Rams, they have an advantage with the bye week situation in a mini buy where you're not playing a team coming off a bye. The Rams played four teams coming off of buys this year. They've got one in three in those matchups. So of course, Giants not coming off a bye. They played Monday. The Rams, they've had some extended rest. And with Cooper Cup banged up and really didn't have a great game, six catches on 12 targets, I think he's primed to have a bounce-back game. So I like where this team is at from a health standpoint. Now, just taking a look at the matchups from the Rams' defense, the Rams' offense, Rams' offense versus the Giants' defense. We'll start with the Rams' offense. Now, you look at this offense since the bye week, and they've been absolutely humming. You've seen them with a balanced attack. Kai Williams continues to produce 100-plus yard run games. You see Matthew Stafford with multi-touchdown games. And this Rams team has put up 28-plus points in their last five games. And you went against that Saints team with a really effective and one of the better secondaries in the sport, and you were able to put up points. They had no issue getting points through the air and producing offense against that Saints team at home. You look at Matthew Stafford coming off a 328-yard, two-touchdown, 120-rating performance. And like I said, this is MVP-level Stafford. He might be playing better now than he did in the 2021 regular season where he threw for 41 tutties. Since Week 11, last six games... 1,578 yards, 15 touchdowns, and two interceptions. The Matthew Stafford revenge tour continues to roll on. You know I bring my facts to the fight, and the fact is, statistically, he has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league for more than a month now. And then you add the fact that you have Kyron Williams, three straight 100-yard rush games. You've got Puka Nakua continues to produce. He had a fantastic game against the Saints. He's closing in on the rookie receiving record. You've discovered Demarcus Robinson, who's had a touchdown catch in his last four games. You found a way to include some intermediate routes there, not just going for deep balls. The balanced attack with his Rams offense gives me a lot of confidence. And then you look at this Giants defense. Last week, Matthew Stafford was sacked one time. And we know if you keep him vertical, he's going to be effective. The Giants have 25 sacks on the year as a team. That's 31st in the NFL. They're 28th in QB hits. So, 
they're a team that isn't great at getting to the quarterback with any regularity. And I think the Rams offensive line, they're going to do enough to get the job done. We'll get into some of those key matchups later in the show, specific matchups with one of their better players that you have to try to neutralize in Dexter Lawrence. But overall, the Rams should be able to keep Matthew Stafford upright in the Meadowlands. And I think if you look at Stafford early in the season, when he went through a little bit of a slump, when you saw the interceptions start to pile up a little bit, he did struggle against the Blitz. Before the bye, he had an 80.2 rating against the Blitz. That was 21st in the NFL. Since the bye, a 104.3 rating. That's top three in the NFL. So he has improved in that aspect. And you look at this Giants team, Blitz heavy, and they have forced the Six most turnovers in the NFL. They've picked off 14 passes. They've recovered 10 fumbles. They have 24 takeaways on the season. So for a team that is one of the worst teams from a record perspective, the NFL, they have shown the ability to get big turnovers. Now, they have some secondary issues as far as their corners. Will Adoree Jackson play? The former Trojan standout was a full participant in practice on Friday. But the big question is their best cornerback. And that, of course, is Deontay Bay. He's currently listed as questionable. So if he's unable to go, that definitely gives the Rams a big advantage from that standpoint. But even if they are fully healthy, the Rams should be able to put up points against this Giants defense. They're not good at getting to the quarterback. They're not good against the run. Really, their biggest strength is causing turnovers in the outside cornerbacks, their boundary cornerbacks. They're absolutely capable of making big plays against this Rams team. But I believe this Rams offense, they're ready to go in there and continue continue what they've been doing for weeks now and that's put up points be efficient be effective avoid turnovers and really put this team in a great position to get this win if you enter this game with the same focus that you did as the Ravens game a few weeks ago where you took one of if not the best team in the NFL to overtime and you almost beat that team on the road if this Rams team goes into MetLife Stadium with the same level of focus and mindset and intensity as they did in that Ravens game they are going to win this game. Now, I know you've seen the line move a little bit in the favor of the Giants in the last few days. A lot of that has to do with Tyrod Taylor starting in place of Tommy DeVito. And yes, I told you I was trying to call Brian Dable to get Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets to start. I tried to make him an offer. He can't refuse. But it is going to be Tyrod Taylor. We're going to talk about what that means for the Rams defense. That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams. Now, let me tell you about our pals over at Logix. Now, on this show, you know you get plenty of in-depth analysis and some hot takes. Well, let me give you the hottest take of the day. The best lineup right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start you off at the top with the favorites, right? The proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big-time bucks. Next up, they've got a new rookie sensation of electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. And rounding out that Logics lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. And with these guys, you can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logics. Visit your local Logics branch right here in Los Angeles and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply in minutes at logicsbanking.com. That's L-O-G-I-X-B-A-I-N-K-I-N-G.com. 
And we are off and running here on Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, a special shout out to our everyday listeners. We appreciate you watching every episode, listening to every episode, and you can be an everyday listener too. All you have to do, watch every episode, listen to every episode. It's 100% free, and you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. And a reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, let's take a look at this Rams defense versus the Giants offense. And of course, the big news early in the week is that Tommy DeVito has been benched despite going 3-1. and one. But look, let's be honest, this is not an NFL-caliber quarterback. But I do think that Tyrod Taylor is someone who has a lot of experience in this league. In his career as a start, he's gone 27-27-1. and 27 and one. He's someone that is going to be competitive. He's going to break the pocket, try to make plays down the field, can throw a pretty nice deep ball at times. But the reality is this Giants offense has been one of, if not the worst, in the National Football League, averaging around 14 points per game. They rank 31st in total yards and points. They have the fewest passing yards in the NFL at 2,296. The fewest first downs at 228. So this Giants offense has been as bad as my mom's internet. Now, just for some context, the Rams have 3,628 yards through the air on the season. That's 10th in the NFL. They have 310 first downs. That's good for 9th. So this Rams has a big advantage from that standpoint. And look, the thing that maybe give you a little bit of anxiety is you got guys like Darius Slayton. You got Darren Waller. If Tyrod Taylor can get loose and break the pocket, he does have the opportunity and the ability to go out there and find receivers downfield. And you just can't have any breakdowns. We can't see what we've seen in the last few weeks where you've seen some breakdowns in coverage. You saw last week against the Saints, a couple big plays through the air. That's definitely been kind of the bugaboo for this Rams secondary. You definitely want to clean that up and avoid those big plays. That's how this Giants team can gain momentum and stay in this game. And look, Taylor does throw a pretty nice deep ball. So I'm I'm a little worried from that standpoint, but still, as long as you don't make any costly mistakes and you stay true, I still think this Rams defense, they have what it takes to, at the very least, do enough to give this Rams offense the chance to score a ton of points, score over 30 points, and really take control of this football game. Now, when you look at some of the key matchups, let's start right there in Saquon Barkley. So Saquon Barkley versus Ernest Jones. Saquon Barkley is still elusive. He's still explosive. He can still make big plays. And really, the Giants offensive line, they've been piss poor, and he's had to do whatever he can to try to be able to produce despite their deficiencies. And if you look at the year that Saquon Barkley's had, 217 carries, 877 yards, that's good for ninth. Four touchdowns, that's good for 33rd. It's averaging four yards per carry. That's good for 148th. I remember I saw Saquon Barkley at a boxing match a few years ago. Great dude. Love the guy. 
but I need him to not have a big game against the Rams this Sunday. And I think a lot of this falls on Ernest Jones. Ernest Jones has hung his hat this season on his ability to go sideline to sideline, make big plays, make tons of tackles. He's a volume tackler, but also we've seen in recent weeks, he's had a lot of success. He's been very effective at applying pressure, and they've used him in blitzing situations. So he's one of their most valuable blitzers at this point, and I think that Ernest Jones has the task of really neutralizing Saquon Barkley, making sure that he doesn't beat this Rams defense. And I like Ernest Jones in that matchup, but you got to bottle up Barkley. I think that's one of the biggest keys. You saw the Rams do that to Alvin Kamara last week. And I think they can have the same success this week. Now, another big matchup is Coleman Shelton and Kevin Dotson going up against Dexter Lawrence. Now, Dexter Lawrence is the highlight of their defense. He's one of the better defenders in the NFL, one of the better interior linemen in the National Football League. He had 60 pressures in 14 games. He's without question their number one best and most talented player on that side of the football. And look, he can be effective against the run and against the pass. And you almost have to think of him as their version of Aaron Donald in the sense that you have to account for him on every single play. You can't let him disrupt and make negative plays. So that's going to fall in that interior of the Rams' offensive line. So I think Shelton is up for this. I think Shelton has really not been discussed very much, and usually that's a good thing when it comes to offensive linemen. But look, the reality is the Giants, they're one of the worst teams against the run. It's just can they get any type of pass rush and get to Matthew Stafford? And that's the next biggest key for the Rams in this one. Does Kyron Williams continue to build on this momentum that he's had in his second half surge? Do we get another 100-plus yard game from him? I think the answer is absolutely yes, because this Giants team, they are barbecue chicken against the run this season. They've allowed 2,013 yards. That's the second most in the NFL. They've allowed 4.7 yards per carry. That's tied for 30th. If you look at Kyron Williams, he's averaging 5.1 yards per carry and the most yards per game at 96.1. That's more than Christian McCaffrey. So all signs are pointing to Kyron Williams having a big game. I think he absolutely will. You saw DeAndre Swift had a, a good game for the Eagles against this Giants defense, and I expect the same from Kyron Williams. Williams. And now another big matchup to keep your eyes on is Puka Nakua versus Deontay Banks. Now, will Deontay Banks play? That remains to be seen. If he does, though, that's going to be a factor because he's someone who definitely has the ability to at least slow down Puka Nakua. And Puka Nakua hasn't been one of the best rookie receivers in the league. He's been one of the best receivers overall in the league. Last week, nine catches on 11 targets, 164 yards and a touchdown. He was outstanding. And he's closing in on the all-time rookie receiving record. He needs 147 receiving yards in his final two games to set a new single-season rookie mark. He would pass Bill Groman, who had 1,473 receiving yards in 1960. So he has some individual goals to play for. I know he's not thinking about that. I think Puka Nakua just wants to help this team any way he can. And that's going to be a matchup to look forward to if Banks gives it a go. And then you've got Quentin Lake versus Darren Waller. Now, this is a little bit of an underrated matchup, in my opinion. Of course, Quentin Lake is someone who's really emerged this season. He's been an absolute revelation for this Rams defense, playing in that star, that slot corner role. And he's going to be matched up with Darren Waller and Wandale Robinson. Now, Robinson is a threat, but Waller, when he's healthy, when he's right, he can be a game changer. One of the more athletic, big play tight ends in the league when he's 100% healthy. And Waller is someone that can 
exploit a defense. And Lake has been up to the task. He's played very well of late, but this could be a big challenge. So for Lake, it's simple. Don't make Waller a baller, okay? You have to go out there, execute, perform like you've seen in the last couple of weeks, and have a lot of faith in the UCLA Bruin, Mr. Quentin Lake, to get the job done. And then there's Aaron Donald. So you guys know I don't usually wear jerseys on this show, but I had to break out my AD number 99, really my favorite Rams jersey, because of course, this is the road. This is the modern throwback. They, of course, won the Super Bowl in this uniform. And Aaron Donald, one of, not one of my favorite football players of all time. When you look at defensive players, I think he's top two, not two. I truly believe that. Bruce Banner in football cleats. But AD is in a little bit of a sack slump. He hasn't recorded a sack in his last three games. He has just a half sack in his last six games. And of course, I'm not a huge, okay, let's use sacks to measure a defensive player's ability. I think that's shallow. But I do think that for AD, I do want to see him get home in this one. See him disrupt the game, of course. What he does, drawing double and triple teams, opening things up for the conductor, Kobe Turner. Byron Young, I'm looking to get to the quarterback as well. And the Giants have allowed an NFL high 77 sacks this season. That's 16 more than any team in the NFL. So it's a great opportunity for Aaron Donald to get to the quarterback and for the Rams to really be disruptive and try to get to Tyrod Taylor early in this one and send a message. So get home to Tyrod. So you look at those matchups right there. You got Aaron Donald going against Justin Pugh there, the left guard. I think they'll move him around and try to find some soft spots for him and try to mix things up. But still, I like where this Rams team is as far as matchups go but as far as predictions will the Rams get it done what's the biggest factor in this one can they take care of business in New York we got predictions coming up next here on Locked on Rams Now, let me tell you about our pals over at Logix. Now, on this show, you know you get plenty of in-depth analysis and some hot takes. Well, let me give you the hottest take of the day. The best lineup right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start you off at the top with the favorites, right? The proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big-time bucks. Next up, they've got a new rookie sensation of electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. And rounding out that Logix lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. And with these guys, you can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. Visit your local Logix branch right here in Los Angeles and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply in minutes at logicsbanking.com. That's L-O-G-I-X-B-A-I-N-K-I-N-G.com. And welcome back to Locked On Rams. Thank you for being Locked On Rams, your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, one more reminder that we are available on YouTube. So if you haven't yet, do me a huge favor. Join the party. Subscribe to the Locked On Rams YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button and drop your comments down below. I love reading your comments. Give me your biggest key to a Rams victory on Sunday. Drop your score predictions. Definitely read all of them. I'm going to try to respond to more of them as well. Now, here in a third segment, we're going to get to the predictions, but first, it cannot be overstated. This is a playoff game. This is a must-win game for your Los Angeles Rams. Now, how do the Rams punch their ticket? A little bit of a reminder. You beat the Giants, 
and the Seahawks lose to the Steelers, you're in. If you beat the Giants and the Vikings and Packers tie, you're also in. So the odds of that happening are very unlikely. The odds of that happening are as good as Brett Rippon being a pro bowler, okay? It's not going to happen, okay? But still, what the Rams can do is you can control your own destiny and you can win the games in front of you. Because look, the reality is, for as well as they have played, for the fact that they have proven all these experts wrong, look, you have to find a way to win both of these games if the Packers win out and the Seahawks win out. So even if they do win Sunday and beat the Giants, if the Seahawks win their final two games where you're going up against the Steelers at home and you play the Cardinals and then you got that Packers team that's playing the Vikings and the Bears and the Bears haven't beat the Packers and Lambeau since 2015, you are not going to make it to the playoffs. So first of all, let's not act like if they win this Sunday, they're automatically in. There's a scenario where you have to win this Sunday and go up to San Francisco and win just to get in because you got to give the Seahawks credit. They've won a lot of games late. They beat some good opponents. They're making a late run, and it's starting to get really competitive on the margins in the NFL. But as far as how this game's going to go, I have all the confidence in the world in this Rams team going into New York, the Giants defense versus Rams offense. I love Matthew Stafford and Kyron Williams, and this offensive line is going to do enough to get the job done. The receivers are going to make plays in Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. I'm looking to have a big bounce back game. I think we're going to get a touchdown from Cooper Cup. I think we're going to get a touchdown from Puka Nakua. I think we're going to get a touchdown from Kyron Williams. And I think this Rams team is going to score over 28 points. And I think they win this game by a final score of 31 to 17. Now we might see some late fireworks by the Giants. You saw the comeback attempt they had against the Eagles. Maybe they find a way to make this interesting. But this Giants team, this Rams team, I think when you look at where they're at this stage of their seasons, the Rams is just about going out there and doing what they've been doing, and I trust that they will do just that. Give me the Rams getting this dub. I need Matthew Stafford to be locked in. Avoid the turnovers, too. Like I said, the one thing to worry about a little bit is the fact that this Giants team has been able to generate turnovers at a very high clip, considering how porous their defense has been. They just have a knack for getting turnovers. So, Stafford, we know you have the arm talent to make just about every throw that there is to make, but we don't need him to be forcing balls into tighter windows and bad situations just to try to go out there and make plays. So I think it's important that you establish that run early with Kyron Williams, set up the play-action pass, you set up some of these nice passing plays that we've seen, the fade to Puka Nakua, the 41-yarder, the fantastic catch he made down the sideline, just really, really opportunistic on offense and kind of taking what the defense is giving you. I want to see that from this Rams team, but let's go up to New York. Let's get that dub in the Meadowlands at MetLife Stadium, and I will feel really, really good about this team making the postseason. Also, let's get a big game from the Steelers. Right? Let's find a way to have the Steelers beat the Seahawks, which is going to be a tough task at home for the Seahawks. But I got the Rams winning 31-17. But let me know your score predictions down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on the X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Until next time, whose house is locked on Rams house?